Shkalim, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Zayin, 1-7. The last of the Perak, and one more on the topic of the Kalbon. The Mishnah starts out by saying, straight continuation, Hashoka al Ani, if one measures out, meaning he contributes on behalf of an Ani, a poor person, in addition to himself. So this person is giving a whole seller coin, half for him, half for the poor person. And similarly, Val or he does it for his friend, even if the friend is not actually needy, but he decides to be magnanimous and gift him the half of the sela, Vayade ben Iro, or even just for any uh, compatriot, a person who lives in his town, not especially needy, not especially engendering much measurable goodwill, but he decides to do a gift for another person. Pator, such a contribution of the sela is exempt from the kalbone supplement because it's been given as a gift. On the flip side, vi'im hilvam, However, if the structure is one of a loan, where I'm lending to the poor person, or the neighbor, or the fellow townsperson, and I'm saying, I'll lay out the money for you now, giving a whole sella, half for you, half for me, but then you're going to have to reimburse me. So then, of course, you have to add in the kalbon, and the person will have to you know, pay back his, his fair share. So there, so it says, if it structures a loan, then the contribution of the sella must, is obligated to have the kalbon supplement. Now, the next line of the Mishnah is considering the status of boys who inherit from their father. When I say boys, I don't mean minors, adult children even, who are uh, inheriting from their father, and the assets remain in probate, if you will, meaning they're still in the in the estate. They're held in estate for the father. So in such a scenario, it's still considered like the father's money, the estate's money, and in such a, it's called tfusa sabayis. That's a holding of the estate. And in such a scenario, it's considered to be a single, as if the, it's still the father's money, so to speak. So such a contribution will be made as if the father's making on behalf of his his two um, sons. And such a contribution, we see already, if it's given as structured as a gift, there's no reimbursement. Then no kalban is required. Um, and we're going to con- contrast that with the scenario where the boys inherited from the father. Um, so, like, you know, the state now is in divided up, and then they choose to recombine their assets as a partnership. So, in such a scenario, they're like, they're like any other partners, um, and therefore they're in 50 50. And if they give a contribution, it's like two people contributing together. That's the case of the previous Mishnah, where we said that in such a scenario, two people give together, they have to supplement with the Kalbun payment. So, that's the point of our Mishnah. Now, we're going to contrast the halachas of Kalbone supplements when one gives a whole seller for two people um, with the halachas of Meiser Behema. Now, really, Meiser Behema has nothing at all to do with our topic or Masechta, but Meiser Behema just is an interesting case, especially since the halachas of Meiser Behema will be the flip side of the halachas of the contributing of brothers who have inherited um, and who are giving the seller. The idea is that when it comes to Meiser Behema, which is the mitzvah to tithe um, one's firstborn male livestock, we're talking now cows, goats, and sheep. If one has, let's say, um, 10 sheep in a given uh, fiscal year, for the, as, as however it's measured, so then um, he has to take those 10 sheep, he passed them like through a corral, and the 10th one out the gate, he marks the red marker, and then that one will be, will be taken as a carbon, as a, it's called the Meister Behema carbon, and an offering in the base of Mikdash, and actually the Bailam, the owners will eat this animal, the owner will eat this animal, um, but the point is it's brought as an offering. So that's true. If you have 10 or more animals, then every 10th one out the gate is given. 
Now there's a rule based on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Asher yelecha, all the animals that are to you in the singular, from which Chazal understand, it has to be privately owned animals that are not owned in partnership. So if you have two partners who are partners in the ownership of these animals, these animals are going to be exempt from the mitzvah of Meiser Behema. Whereas if a single person owns the animal, so then the mitzvah of Meiser Behema applies. The interesting thing is that when it comes to a father who leaves an estate, and before the estate has been divided up, it's still in Tfusa Sabayas, it's still held in estate um, for the inheritors. So it's as if it's still like a single entity, a single legal entity, so it's like one person. That being the case, if a father has an estate that includes animals, they need to be tithed, and the sons haven't yet split up the estate, so then it's like a single owner, and even though there are going to be two inheritors, so it doesn't matter, this estate is treated as if it's a single legal entity, and therefore there will be the mitzvah of Meisbrahima, even though the father's dead and the boys are the inheritors. Um, this is actually learned out from an extra word, the word yiyeh, in the Pasuk HaShayelecha, that's in Shmos Perkir Gimel Pasuk Yud Beis, 13.12. The extra word yiyeh has come to teach us that this, this din of Tfusa Sabayis, that an undivided estate still is considered a single legal entity, which gives the gift of Meisr Behema. So that being the case, uh, the mission is going to point out that you, these are exactly two sides of the same coin, meaning if the estate still is intact, then it's as if it's a single owner, and therefore, if you this, the money to pay for the my, the machsa um, shekel comes for two inheritors from the estate, it's like as if the father, single father, gave him half the two sons, and therefore there's no kalbon to be added. Um, but there will be the obligation for Meiser Behema, since it's like a single owner. Whereas if the estate has been divided up, but then the sons recombine, then their, their status is like any other two partners, if you will, meaning that two people give together one coin for Meiser, excuse me, for Machsa Shekel. So then they do have to add the Kalbon, whereas two partners who join together, even brothers who inherited these from their father, they're considered to be partners, and therefore their animals will be exempt from the mitzvah of Meiser Behema. That's the point of the Mishnah. Um, but in much fewer words, the Mishnah says, Ha'achin hashutafin, brothers that are in partnership, shechayavin bekalbon, that have the obligation to add a kalbon, meaning that they're going to give one settle for the two of them after they've divided up the estate. So now, like, they're two individuals, and therefore, any two individuals who are giving a single settle must add the kalbon. Also, they are paturin b'maiser behema. They will be exempt from the midst of maiser behema, since if they partnered up, they're like standard partners, and therefore they are joint owners and animals, and therefore they're exempt from Meister Behema. Not a single lecha, but rather a plural group. On the flip side, if their animals are obligated in Meister Behema, meaning the, the estate hasn't been divided up yet, and the animals still are like held in the estate, and since they haven't taken and separated the estate in half, it's like a single owner, and therefore Meister Behema must be taken. So if the estate funds are used to pay a seller for the for these two, paturim in a kalbun, it'll be exempt from the kalbun because it's the legal equivalent of the father, though he's not alive, paying for the two boys as a separate legal entity, and therefore they'll be exempt, as we saw before, anytime you're giving on behalf of other people in the status of a gift without reimbursement, so then there's an exemption, no kalbun needs to be added. Now the mission ends by saying, v'kama hu kalbun, how much is the kalbun, how much additional contribution? So, First sheet of Meir sheet is Ma'a Kesef. Ma'a Kesef, Meir, Meir holds its one Ma'a Kesef. A Ma'a is um, a 
the smallest silver coin in the time of the Mishnah. It works out to being a sixth of a zuz or a sixth of a dinar. And since there are two dinarim and one shekel, so it's like a twelfth of a shekel. And remember, the shekel is what we're giving is a max shekel. It's the half of the shekel coin is the half of the seller coin in the time of the Mishnah. So we're talking one twelfth. So one twelfth is like 8.3%. So that means um, just that. You'll add an extra twelfth of a shekel contribution if you have to give the kalbun, which is the, a small silver ma, or it's 24th of a seller. They're giving a, so that will mean, um, I should have said it clearly, sorry, it's 12th of a, it's a 12th of the sell of the shekel, but the shekel is a half of the seller, and when you're giving two people together one seller, you add one kalbun, which means you're going to give one seller plus a 24th of a seller more, which is a ma'a kesef. Okay?